Wake up, it's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, guys. Y'all, my voice. <laughs> I hope you guys have had a great, great weekend. Um, I definitely did. It is December 5th, 2022. <clears throat> And um, I was in a wedding yesterday. I had a whole weekend full of wedding uh, events. So I'll talk about a little bit of those today. Um, We're going to have a free-flowing conversation because I got home really late last night. So I slept in a little bit more than normal. So I did not prepare morning motivation the way I normally do. But I still want to talk to you guys. I still want to encourage and inspire you to live in the moment, live your life, enjoy it, everything that we have going on can seem heavy at times, right? It can seem, you know, like, dang, am I ever going to take a break? And we cannot forget in the midst of us. And I said this last week, um, you know, working on making a living and working on everything that we forget to live in the moment that we forget to enjoy ourselves. So we'll recap my weekend um, on this morning motivation, as y'all can see. (laughs) Um, losing of the voice, but good morning. So let's do our prayer shout outs and all of the above, and then we'll get into it. Okay. Dear heavenly father, thank you so much for allowing us to worship with you another day or praise you another day. Thank you, Lord, for us allowing us to fellowship through the internet. Thank you for keeping us all safe and that we're here together Monday morning to fellowship. I just want to pray that in the midst of us seeking you in the midst of us following the footsteps and guidelines that you've given us in our lives that we get to enjoy and have fun and and understand the true joy of life and moments. In your darling son, Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Y'all, I'm tired. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It was a long, long weekend. So much fun, but I am exhausted and I still got to work today. So that's just how it is when you grow, right? Gotta do what you gotta do. But let's jump into the shout outs. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Nana. Yes, great weekend. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Pieces of Sea. Good morning, The Happy Housewife. Good morning, uh, Alexandria. Alexandria. Good morning, Rosie Rose. Good morning, Simone. Good morning, Talia. Good morning, Sydney. Good morning, She Amber. Good morning, Such a Lady. Um... Yeah, Percy actually, so we haven't seen Percy. I think he's a, I don't want to tell his, he has a job where he can be on sometimes and sometimes he can. He works on logistics. So um, I understand, but yes. Good morning, Chevy Chev. Good morning, uh, Kiwan, excuse me. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Diamond. And if you guys have any questions, you can feel free to let me know in the comments. This is going to be more of a chit chat. Um, I read Proverbs this morning. Um, and it was talking about a promiscuous woman <laughs> and immoral woman and things like that. So take time to read it, especially men. It's very, very good. Um, but yeah, so don't really have anything planned for you guys because of my long weekend. So we'll just talk about that. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Um, this is more of just over a recap. And as y'all can see, I still got my wedding hair. It was a long weekend. So I was in Miss Brittany M's wedding. It was a lot of fun. I did vlog. So you guys will see that next week. Um, You guys will see all the vlogs like leading up to the wedding and everything next week. So we had rehearsal dinner Saturday. I think they went out Friday, but I was getting my hair done Friday. We had rehearsal dinner Saturday. 
Um, and then we we hung out Saturday night. If you guys are all my close friends, then you know. And then Sunday was the wedding. And Sunday was a lot of fun. The wedding was beautiful. I was a bridesmaid. And in the midst of doing all of the events, I kept reminding the bride and the groom to enjoy the moment because they've spent months, years. Well, they were already married. So this is what I love about their story. They were already married. I think they found out um, they found out Brittany was pregnant. And then a couple months after that, they got married. They did not wait on a wedding to get married. Um, they had a small intimate thing at their home and sealed the deal legally. And they built together over the past year and a half as a married couple. And then they had their wedding, which I highly recommend to anybody who's been with somebody that they want to be with long term. Like, don't let a wedding stop you from actually being married because there's a covenant when you when you link with someone outside of, you know, having a child. And, you know, I'm not y'all know me. I'm not projecting or judging. I just love this. When you have when you establish a family with someone that if you want to be with them, if you feel like that's who God has called you to be with, then why wait? for us a, a celebration, a party, because that's what it was, y'all. It was a whole party. And it was something very, it was something very peaceful about none of the hype of like, okay, now we're getting married, right? I can't speak for the bride. I can't speak for the groom. I'm going to speak from my experience as a bridesmaid, as a bridesmaid, as a friend, as somebody who watched my friend develop over the years, as a as, over the year and a half or so as a wife, I've seen her change and evolve and grow into like such a responsible, loving mother and wife. And she's still her. If y'all know Miss Brittany M, <laughs> if y'all know Miss Brittany M, um, did you want to a big wedding? Okay, we'll get into that. So if y'all have any questions, let me know in, in the comments. Um, if y'all know Miss Brittany M, she is the life of the party. She's turn up queen. She's calmed down a lot. <laughs> she's calmed down a lot since being a mom and a wife, but she's still her. She still has a good time. And what one thing I love about her and one thing I love about their marriage is it really showcases that you can genuinely be who you are and somebody will just love the mess out of you. And I love the love between her and her husband. It's very genuine. It's very like they're just they're just them. Like she's a firecracker. He's very mellow. They they balance each other out super, super, super well. And um, there's a lot of lessons and in, in stories that are not mine to share. But what I will say is what I learned from Brittany as well. Like all of the how to get a man, like you need to do this in order to get a man, or you have to be this type of woman to get a man, or you need to do this. Child, Brittany was like, I didn't listen to none of that. She was like, all of that's cap. <laughs> And there's the things that I know and the things that she shared with me, which are her business, um, evolving her marriage and her relationship are there different strokes for different folks. As long as God is leading your life, as long as you're doing the things that are pleasing to him and you're doing what's right for you, right? Because it's God than yourself. Don't listen to too many people on the internet telling you how you need to be in order to be considered a wife or can somebody to love you in X, Y, and Z. Um, I was going to, let me go back to the marriage part. <clears throat> so I love that they did not wait in order to have a wedding to get married. And what I was saying, there was something peaceful throughout the day and throughout the whole 
time was there was no nerves about, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting married because they were already married. You know, it took pressure off his, her, her dad, he was chilling and the family had already been like joined together. So there was no pressure of like people meeting each other for the first time. The bridal party, we all done kicked it so many times throughout the year from his side, his friends, Brittany's friends, us all coming together. It just felt like um, an upgrade to what we already do as a as a friend group, as a as a unit, and things like that. And I will say, when it comes to friendships, right, everybody doesn't have to have, be on the same type of time. Um, and what I mean by that is, I think people, especially when you're like, I get questions all the time of like, how do you maintain adult relationships? How do you maintain adult friendships? Good morning. And one thing about it is, um, like my friend group with Brittany is not the same friend group I have with other people. Does that make sense? Like, I I have a friend over here, a friend over here. I have Nadine in New York. I have Tiffany in uh, Texas. I have Zoe, my best friend Alonzo, who lives in Florida. I have Brittany here. I have Jasmine and everybody here. But like. My, I don't expect my Atlanta friends to be like my California friends. I have Erica and Kamina that live in California. You see what I mean? Like, I don't expect all my friends to come together unless it's my birthday. So it's okay to have different friends on different levels, different mindsets, different, as long as they're not leading you away from God, as long as they're not hindering your life, your growth, and you, and they're elevating. Um, I think it's okay to have a mixed pot. I think. What hinders people from having friendships and growing in that way as an adult? Because I get that. And I don't know about older, the older generation, but I know that for millennials and below, I, there's always a conversation of like, how do you have adult friends? How do you meet um, people? And I'll give you guys this example. <clears throat> I love Brittany. That's my friend. Anybody I meet through her can also eventually grow to be my friend. But for me, in order for me to feel like we're genuine friends, it takes me about a year of knowing you um, because I watch character. I watch how you treat people. And it's not a like a I'm scoping you out like I'm trying to be with you. But I just I watch how you involve yourself in social circles. I watch how you carry yourself. I watch what you do. And that kind of gauges if and then I watch how me and that person vibes. Like I've met a couple people through Brittany where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be the homie. Like for sure. But at the end of the day, I'm loyal to her because that's my friend, right? And I think that having those boundaries, knowing that will also help you grow and develop as a person, grow and develop, and then also make friends as you get older. I think what hinders a lot of people from making friends, they put too much pressure on it, kind of like dating. Like it should be no pressure when you first meet somebody to be friends, even if you hit it off the very first time that you meet them. Like there can be a genuine, like over time development. And I will say that if you do not speak to that person one-on-one, if you do not like hang out with that person, have a genuine communication between that person. Like I've hurt other people's feelings because they thought we were friends. And I was like, I didn't, we ain't friends, my G. It takes me a while to really cement you as a friend. And so I think that that's okay. And I think that that's why I've been able to maintain such good friendships throughout the years. And all of my friendships are like 10 years plus almost. Like I've known Brittany. I think Brittany may be my newest 
friend, maybe of like four years or something like that. I think I have one that's like a year, but do you understand what I mean? So I hear that a lot for the women who are struggling to make friends, you know, meet people outside of your friend group, but always remember, like, I think that's why I don't get caught up in, um, beef a lot with women because I, I know my position, like, I know I'm Brittany's friend. So if Brittany's not happy, then I'm not happy. You know what I mean? Or, um, I don't know. I just ride for my friend and then everything else is like, okay, then we can be cool on top of that. Does that make a lot of sense? But we had a great time. Um, if you guys have any questions, it was just so beautiful. Look, I, and I, I'm getting recap pictures from yesterday. Beautiful experience. Um, I genuinely had a ball the entire day. Lo you can tell, lost my voice. That's why I'm looking like this this morning because I, I didn't have no energy. Spent it all last night. <laughs> um, it was just a great time. But I want to go back to the whole point of you do not have to, if you're with someone, and and this is between you, God, and whatever. But if you're with someone and you genuinely know you want to be with them, I think that it can be just better just to get married and then have the wedding later. Because then you know what's what with that person. You've been through stuff with that person. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money and then realize you don't want to be with that person. It was really dope of going to a wedding of people who were already married versus... And there's nothing wrong with either or. Let me, if you want to wait till a wedding, child, that's that's your business. It's your money, your business, your time. But I think it was something really beautiful about seeing people bring people together for a wedding that had already cemented that union. So there was no like nerves and pressure. And it was just really like, let's have a beautiful ceremony, which it was beautiful. Like Britain, they did that. Like, if you don't subscribe to Miss Brittany or you do not know who I'm talking about. Go to Miss Brittany's channel. Um, I should have had it linked below. Sorry, was not prepared, y'all. Should have had it linked below. But if you guys know, you know, follow her on Instagram. Amazing content creator, wife, mother, holds it down, works two jobs. Like, that's why when I look at her, um, I remember one time when she first had her son, baby DC, she said, Brittany, I didn't know how much time I was wasting. Like, I don't know what I was doing before when, you know, before she, after she had her kid. Now she's like, degree, jobs, just bought her husband a Tesla. Um, they're just doing amazing, you know, financially, spiritually, emotionally, and all of that. So I think that that's a beautiful thing to witness and it's a beautiful thing to watch. And as a single friend, you know, when you see your married friends thrive and go through things, it's just like you learn a lot. You you learn a lot. So I think that that's dope. And I can also say, you know how people tell married people, like, don't get advice from single people? My friends be asking me, <laughs> be giving good advice. And then I will say this too, as a single friend, it don't matter as a friend in general, single, married, relationship, it don't matter. When your friends come to you with their marital issues, it's your responsibility to make sure that you remind that person that that's their husband, that they've joined together in a union and that you do not hate on that relationship. You come to them with, with encouraging words, not what you would do or um, you know, you encourage, especially if that person's being treated well, and it's a great relationship overall, you always encourage your friends to maintain that marriage. That's what you, that's why you're in a bridal party. You're surround, you're that person, you're that friend. You're supposed to always encourage, Hey, that's your husband. Hey, that's your wife. You know, I understand you're upset, but that was that you were wrong. Like, or 
you know, no matter what happens, that's still your husband or, you know, y'all going to work it out. It's just a phase or it's just a day or you always encourage um, a wholeness and you always encourage the marriage. Unless your friend getting beat, you know, drug or just did extra wrong, you know. But if you know none of that's going on, no matter what they come to you with or no matter what's exposed to you, you always reroute them to being solid together and remind them why they chose each other and remind him how dope that individual is and how much they, you know, their union inspires you. You just pour into your married friends and make sure that they stay together. You know, that's important because it takes a village. And I understand that keeping people out your business and you shouldn't be telling nobody, but it's, it, it's happening. I'm not talking, I'm talking about Brittany. I just have married friends that come to me <clears throat> and it happens, right? People want to vent. People want maybe a different perspective. People want, you know, one thing I told my homegirl that's married, not Brittany, but somebody else. And I was like, I appreciate that you trust me enough to come to me with something that's going on with you and your marriage. Um, and I'm single. And she was like, no, I, I, I go to wise people. I go to people with intelligence that I understand that have a good heart and that will listen to me and understand where I'm coming from and give me solid, good, genuine, non-biased advice. If you know, if I'm your friend and you marry, I'm going to always remind you about your husband. I'm going to be like, that's your husband. All right, I understand that, but that's your husband. And then sometimes I might remind your husband, hey, that's your wife. I understand. I, I got, that's your wife. Go handle that. You know what I mean? So I feel like as, as, as a friend, period, no matter what your relationship status is, your responsibility, especially if you are part of the covenant of that relationship. So if you've been a bridesmaid, um, if you were there throughout the relationship, whatever the case may be, witness, friend. It is your responsibility to pour into your friend. That's just a part of treat people how you want to be treated. You know, it's not your time to talk down. It's not your be like, see, that's why I, uh, 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 that is not your, that's not your space. Genuinely support and be there for your friends. Um, all right. Now I'm going to answer some questions. Cause I see y'all loading up the comments. It says, congratulations to Miss Brittany M. And yes, she calls herself Miss Brittany M because her name was Brittany Martinez before she got married. And that's her Instagram handle. But her name is Brittany Craft. Shout out to the Crafts. Man, I cannot wait for y'all to see her vlog. I vlogged, but I vlogged more so um, all the rehearsal, the rehearsal, the night of. I kind of vlogged a little bit, I think. I got a little footage of the night of, the night before. And then the before the wedding and then I've left my camera downstairs and I was taking video in the cocktail hour and my phone ran out of storage space and so I got none of the wedding I was just enjoying myself and living in the moment and having a good time and listening to the music and dancing and celebrating my friend hyping my friend up so sorry about the vlog y'all will see none of the actual wedding but that's what Brittany's channel's for so y'all can see that so mine is the behind the scenes hers is going to be probably the actual wedding and things like that I don't know how long it's going to take her to get all that footage or whatever, but so y'all have a two-piecer <laughs> when it does come out. Um, thank you. Good morning, y'all. Uh, Rosie Rose says, is it wrong to maintain friendships with long-term friends, but not tell your personal business? Reason she put my personal business out on Front Street and I haven't forgiven her, and but I don't tell. Um, did you have a second part to this, Rosie? I think that this is a violation of friendship. This is a true violation of friendship. Like, and I understand, I understand like you get maybe 
you have a, a situation with a friend, right? And then you go and have a commu- like a conversation with somebody else. That's natural. That's that's like getting somebody's opinion, venting and things like that. It's one thing to be like, oh, I know your business and then go telling that's not cool. That's a violation. Um, I will challenge you, though, if you have not communicated your emotions or feelings, you need to have a conversation. I don't waste any time with telling somebody that I'm cool with. Hey, what you did hurt my feelings. I have no problem being like that wasn't cool. You know, you know, I would like to because here's the thing is women, we will go to bat for these men. We will love him down, take back his dirty draws. We will do whatever for our men. But when it comes, I'm not talking about you, Rosie, because I don't know. But when it comes to our female on female friendships, we, for whatever reason, don't aren't as vulnerable, aren't as vocal, aren't as like boundary set. I, I don't know what it is. Um, and I don't know why I just have that natural skill and natural ability. I, I can't tell you where that comes from. It's just natural in me and innate in me to just know how to navigate friendships. Maybe because I had to make so many over my life moving around. I don't know, but it is imperative if somebody violates or, or hurts your feelings or does something to challenge the friendship, you have to go to them. You have to communicate. There's no point of, um, being mad and upset by yourself or not telling the friend how you feel. And then you can naturally drift apart from somebody. You can naturally be like, no, that wasn't cool. I've had people in my, in my life tell me, you know what, Britt, you're not a friend, the type of friend that I need in my life. Or they've just slowly, but surely like, you know, um, phase themselves out of my life and we no longer speak or we no longer are cool or we've tried to maintain a friendship and just, it just wasn't, it just didn't work. Right. We've either seen eye different things, weren't meeting eye to eye, don't believe the same thing, whatever the whatever the case may be is. But you definitely have to communicate when somebody violates, like that wasn't cool. I didn't like it. I don't none of that. Um, but long distance friends, all it takes is a phone call, y'all. Like y'all aren't dating. All of my friendships are long distance, except for the friendships I have in Atlanta, which are not a lot. <clears throat> it looks like a lot on social media, but it's really not a lot. And then also, um, when it comes to friendships too, don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't confuse being cool with someone as your friend. I'm cool with a lot of people. And if you're in my presence and you need something, I'm naturally just going to be nice. I'm a servant. I'm going to always show up and show out, especially if you're a friend of a friend, right? But I think that people sometimes misconstrue being cool with a friendship. A friendship is built. A friendship is built off trust, off of loyalty, off of I can come to you and talk to you. It's built off of moments. It's built off of, okay, I've told you a little bit. Now I can trust you with certain conversations. Okay, I talked to you about this thing. I like your mindset. I like what you talk about. I like that you're leveling up in life. I like that I can learn something from you. I like that you can be honest with me when I'm not doing well or when I'm not my my best or when I'm messing up, you know, you need people that can come to you and be like, Hey, that was wrong. Or, you know, I don't really think that that's a good idea. You want people genuinely there for you, genuinely on your side, having your back, um, just as well as you, you are, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Investor says, um, we are all friends in here. Yes, we are cool. (laughs) And here's the thing. 
like, let's keep it a bug. We are a community. I rock with y'all the long way. Um, if y'all DM me, I'm going to speak to you, right? I'm going to whatever, but we do not know each other offline and see that, see the distinction like Vesser, I have no idea what you look like. I don't know if you sitting in, you could be, I'm not even going, I'm not trying to play you or nothing like that, but you could be a 37 year old man from Sweden. I do not know. I know I talk to you every day, morning motivation. I know I speak to you. We have a community. I rock with y'all the long way. However, comma, pause. There's only two people on this live that genuinely know me personally. And there's one person on this live that I actually know in person, has spent time with, have went out with, have been. You see the difference? So I think also, and that could that can happen relationships too, where you get caught up in the the idea of somebody. Like there's an idea of who people think I am. And then there's me. I am me all the time. However, there's different versions of me, different, you know, levels and things like that, just like there are of you. When you're not the same at work that you're at home with your friends and family, or you're not the same on an airplane or in the airport than you would be turning up with your friends. It's it's, it's you're di- you have different layers to yourself. So yes, we are cool. <laughs> um, but I think that's why people get their feelings hurt is because they try to attach themselves like. If you try to attach yourself to me too soon, it's not, I'm, I'm, it's just not going to work because, um, I'm not going to give you the energy you probably feel you deserve from me. That takes that. You have to earn that. That takes time. That takes a lot of time for me to be like, ride or die. I'm a pull up no matter what I'm a be there. Like it takes us going, it takes me knowing you for a minute and it takes us going through a few things. It takes us like learning, evolving me spending time with you. I need to be like, you know, if you have even been to my house, have I been to your house? Like, you know what I mean? Like those type of things. Um, Sydney says, I don't have any siblings and a solid group of close friends. So I'm like, who's, who is going to be my maid of honor if I choose to have one? What, let me ask y'all a question. Cause I never understood this and I want y'all to be hundred percent. And I'm not, I'm not trying to single out Sydney. What is the biggest obstacle people are having with making friends? Why, why I just, cause it's very, this is the thing I've maintained and I'm not trying to, cause it's going to come off. So like probably like you, but I've maintained such great friendships and genuine relationships. I, I don't understand. It doesn't compute to me when people say they don't have friends. It doesn't compute because what i what I think about, and again, I'm not trying to call Sydney out because I hear this a lot. This is on, you know, you'll see, that's why I don't have no friends because the whole, what's her name? I'm sorry. I don't want to butcher the young lady's name who went on the girl's trip, you know, and, and passed away because of some foul play situation. But that did not deter me because I'm just like, there had to be flags. And I'm not saying that that was her fault, that she got her caught in that situation. Things happen. But I don't, I, it, it doesn't compute to me why people don't have friendships in their adult relationships. Could it be, did you not move anywhere? Did you maintain other friendships too long? Did you have one friend and then you not one friend? That's why I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I only have a one, I only have one friend or I don't make any new friends because as you evolve, as you get older, you need people to grow. You need people to lean on. You need people to learn from. I, and then what if you and that friend fall out, 
or you lose touch or things happen. Like I have friends that are getting married and having babies and I don't see them as much and I miss them, but I can't be upset that my homegirl just had a whole baby. And now she got two kids. So now I just got to patiently wait, check on her. Hey, are you okay? How, how are things? They're good. We're busy. Okay, cool. And I keep it pushing, but you, I, I, just, I don't understand. Please explain it to me. And y'all, I wet my hair. I had a slick, slick ponytail. I wet my hair and my stylist told me not to. And now it looks, y'all, this is the day after the wedding. We just gonna, we just gonna keep it. <laughs> we just gonna keep it pushing. Um, it sounds nice, like it was nice cele- celebration of their love. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. 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 It was great. It was so much fun. And the wedding was beautiful. Like beautiful. You ever walked in a place and I was just like, oh, it's so beautiful. Like stuff that you see on Pinterest. <laughs> I've been to weddings that were nice. Like I had I, like my homegirls at they nice weddings. That wedding was beautiful. It was just great. They had a harpist. Like who is a harpist? Who has a who has a harpist during cocktail hour? And then the people that were there were so much fun. I got cool with DC's mom. Like we had a whole time. It was a great time. Great experience. Great memories. Just so much laughter. So much enjoyment. Good food. Just bomb. Ashley's wedding was great too. I've been, I've had, I've, yeah, great weddings for sure. I can't rank them because they were all bomb, but every wedding I've been to, they just getting better and better. So I highly encourage you guys to um, go to some good ones if you're, if you're invited. Kiwan said, that's the truth. People act like single women want to destroy their friend's marriage. No, stay together. Exactly. So if you are married or you are a single friend, if you have a mind and you have a genuine heart and you want to keep your friends together, like, I don't like that. I hate when people say, keep your stuff out of at a single folks. Cause it's like, no, nah, sometimes we'd be like, Hey, we're single. Ain't nothing out here in these streets. Make that work. <laughs> You know, I'm the friend that'll tell you to make it work all day long. Even when you don't want to make it work. I'm be like, no, go fix that. Nope. Turn around. Call your husband. Say you sorry. Apologize. You were wrong. I'm that friend. I am that friend to be like Brit or whoever. I'd be like, you want you was wrong, girl. That's your husband. All right. Calm, calm down. That's your husband. You know what I mean? And as you should, and if you do not have friends like that, if you have friends that be like, girl, then don't go to them. And they could be married friends. Like, this is the thing. It's all about mindset and mentality. It has nothing to do with relationship status. It's all about, is somebody genuinely happy for you? Are they genuinely rooting for you? Are they genuinely going to be there? And as a friend, it is your responsibility to make sure your heart is pure. No matter what your friends get before you or do before you or whatever, don't be a hater and be like, why wasn't it me? It just wasn't your time yet. You just wasn't ready. Maybe they was ready before you. Maybe they had a different mentality than you did. Maybe they appreciated something more. It just wasn't your time. It's cool. Stay back, enjoy, celebrate, and enjoy it. <clears throat> Cookie Monster says, I agree. I had an experience over a year ago at work, uh, which two coworkers tried to force force a friendship that was wrong. It didn't take long for them to start stalking me. Glad I was laid off. <laughs> hmm, no, no. It's even weird. Like when my coworkers, like they all know that I do social media. I don't want you. I don't want them watching me. I'm sorry. I don't. It's just weird. Like one of my, um, my managers or bosses or whatever the case may be in the structure was like, yeah, I, you know, even on your posts, I was just like, 
Why are you on my Instagram? Like, no shade. We just not cool like that. Like, you feel me? I don't know. <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> I know I'm a public figure and all, and all my stuff is public and you can see what you want to see. Don't do that. Thank God for close friends. Thank God for close friends feature because I don't like that. It's, you know, it's funny, y'all. I will be honest. When I first start working somewhere, I've been more vocal now because my whole goal is to continue to do this, right? This is this, this is the goal. But I will for sure not mention what I do. I'll just be like, oh, I just manage social media. I do, I, it took me years. I never told people what I did. They had to discover me. Like people would be like, oh, I was on YouTube and your video popped up. And I'd just be like, bruh, <laughs> hated it. Or um, they had to go either go research me or Google me or something to figure that out because I'm like, I ain't tell you. So stock much? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Vester says, do you have a lot of friends your age that are married, Brittany, or can you count them on one hand? Who's married? Ashley's married. Ashley's younger than me by like a year. You know, I don't think Ashley's 30 yet. I, I don't How old is Ashley? I don't think she's 30 yet. If she just turned 30, maybe. I don't know how old Ashley is. For some reason, I feel like she's younger than me, but then we're the same rank. I don't know. Ashley's married. My homegirl, Kristen, is married. And Kristen has been married. And she's been with Marcus since college. Like, I remember we were roommates when they started dating. So Kristen's married. She's been married for so long. Been with Marcus for like over, I don't know how many years. And Brittany's married. Those are my only married friends. I think those are all my, my married friends. I have three. Yeah. I believe that's, I believe so. Um, yeah, so I could count them on one hand, but all of, and they're all different ages. Kristen's my age. Ashley's younger and Brittany's younger. I was the oldest person at the wedding in the wedding party. I was the oldest person in the wedding party. I was like, hmm. So I had the nickname Auntie all weekend. It was like, Auntie. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. Authenticating Beauty says, that's so true. Most of my single loving, single friends show <clears throat> how down they are for me by encouraging me and my husband in the engaged stage. Yeah, like don't. If you know that your single friend has like really solid, like she's given you really solid advice in the past, she has your best interest at heart, she's not a hater, then it is okay to like, I feel like, because I know my my married friends come to me and I advice I've given and helped them and actually even counseled a couple of sessions, not like sit on the couch or like they booked a session. I'm not a, a marriage coach or therapist. But if I've been in the, say if I've been in a situation or a scenario where both of them are not seeing eye to eye and it's getting either heated or, you know, I will intervene and be like, y'all, okay, let's, let's calm down. Let's, you good? What's going on? All right. Well, so-and-so your husband is saying to you, all right, you know, your wife is saying to you, do you guys see what you see? Okay. Like I've done that before. So don't think that if you know your married friends are not haters, I mean, your single friends are not haters. They have your genuine interests at heart. They're wise people. You can't take advice from everybody. Because I know a lot of married folks that I would never take advice from. Be like, no, your, your marriage is not 
Um, and I take back his dirty draws, Brit, you are so intentionally, unintentionally funny. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but they will. We go in for, for men and do not give the same energy for friendships. And it really bothers me because friendships will be tested. You will go through stuff. You will have not every one of my friendships, like one of my friendships, I don't even remember. I don't think me and Kristen ever have have had an argument over all the years we've known each other but it's never that deep to us we'll just talk about it but there will come a time where maybe you and a friend won't see eye to eye or somebody will unintentionally hurt your feelings or things happen people make mistakes people are human so you should you have to be able to say to them hey i didn't like that i you know um and that's what i love about Brittany. anytime she She's quick to apologize. She's quick to be like, my fault. I appreciate you. I know. Um, and you give your friend like, and you give your friends grace to grow. That's one thing Brittany always tells me. Thank you for giving me grace. Like, your friends aren't gonna do what you want to do when they want to do. It just don't work like that. People are their own individuals. Give people grace to grow, give people grace to be them, give people grace to, and then if you can handle it, be their friend. If you cannot, then exit stage left. It's really not that deep. I don't think a lot of stuff that we just really trip off of in the world and in life are just that deep. <clears throat> Rosie says part 21. Oh, part two. I told her some things in confidence and she blurted them out. And I haven't, I have, I have forgave her, but I cannot tell you my personal business anymore. She has been my friend now since I was 13 or for 20 years. I mean, it doesn't matter the length of the friendship. And that's another thing that we misconstrue. It's great to have long friendships and that's great. Um, but yeah, if you know, if you know, look, if you know that friend can't hold water, then don't tell her nothing. Like there are certain friends that I don't tell stuff to and not because I think that they're going to tell the world, but it's just like, I like, oh, okay, this is my issue. Which one of my friends is best to talk to this about? Oh, wait, I forgot my other friend, Jessica, my line sister. She's married too. Yeah, I have a couple married friends. Jessica's married too. Um, but it's just about like respecting the friendship. It's all about respecting the friendship. And if I know that that person can't hold water, I'm not going to tell that person. If I know this person is going to not give me or they don't have a business, I'm not going to that person. Does that make sense? Like, No, you, so you're not wrong, but I did. I wouldn't want a friend that I couldn't trust. Does that make sense? I'm not telling you to not be her friend, but I can't call you a friend if I don't trust you. If you violated my trust and there was no conversation and you weren't genuinely sorry and I know you're not genuinely going to do it again and you didn't genuinely mean to, because there's, here's, here's, there's two people. There's a person you tell something to, and in the midst of them just being them, they might blurt something out and be like, like, for instance, Brittany told us that she was going to get DC a Tesla a couple months ago. If I would have just been in the moment and I'd have been like, yeah, da, 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 <clears throat> that's unintentional, right? Which I wouldn't do because you got to watch your mouth. Like I've known people to ruin gender reveals because they knew the sex of the baby. And I don't know if they did that intentionally. Or unintentionally, but I've seen that happen, right? 
So it's it's it depends on the uh, intention. Was the intention to bust you out? Because if there her intention was to make you like to tell your business, then that's one thing. But if it was a genuine mistake, like, oh my God, girl, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that. My fault. Then you give that person grace if you know that they've never done that before. But if you know that person can't hold water, like if you tell her something, she's going to tell everybody else, that ain't. But then is that your friend? I don't see. I, I don't know. But then you don't have to tell. This is the thing, too. You do not have to tell your friends everything. You could keep some stuff to yourself. It's some stuff that could be just, just between you and the Lord. Everybody don't need to know all your business. Like, they're, my friends do not know everything about me. A lot of them know a lot. But there's certain things I'll keep to myself. I don't tell everybody everything. Just because they're my friend don't mean they have like backstage access to all my business and everything I'm thinking and everybody. I'm No. So that's up to you. It's up to you. Um, trust. <clears throat> Absolutely. Trust is important. Um, Cindy says, sorry, I meant I do have a solid. Group. Okay. Well, if you good. And here's the thing, too. <clears throat> if you do have a solid group of friends, right? You can make it's your wedding. You can make as many rules as you want to. You want to have three maid of honors. I think my I think Brittany had two. You can do whatever you want. It's your wedding. So if you want to have five, if you want to make everybody a maid of honor, you don't want no bridal party. Blah, 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 blah. Bridal party. That is up to you. I know people that didn't have bridal parties. Heck, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I've had really close friends where I was like, oh, I probably should have been at her wedding, but I wasn't. Ain't my wedding. So I just enjoyed myself. Then I didn't have to worry about all the stuff that goes on with bridesmaids. You see what I mean? Like, don't get caught up in that. Being trust and being genuine. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Let's see. Random Rick reviews. Oh, good morning, Brittany and the crew. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. <clears throat> Cindy says, I have 20 plus year old friendships. So I'm, I'm like, who should I choose as the maid of honor? LOL. I was wondering how people decide that. Okay. Um, I think it's the person, this is the thing with the maid of honor thing. Normally people want to pick their best friend or their sister. That's kind of how it normally works. Even when people don't want to, they normally just for the sake of people's feelings and all of that stuff. They'll choose like their very best friend or their sister or their sister-in-law. Here's the thing about that. The maid of honor has a lot of responsibilities. She has to help with the bridal shower. She has to help with the, with the if you guys go on a bachelorette party, um, she has to talk to the coordinator. She's supposed to be the bride's right-hand man and help her with all of the stuff that happens with the wedding. She has to be like, when you become a maid of honor, you're supposed to be click tight, rock solid with the bride through the whole process. If you know your friend ain't going to do that. If you know she too busy, she got five kids, a baby daddy, she got a lot going on. If you know her schedule is full and she will not be there or your sister is just not that person. Like there was an episode, I think on like Tia Tamara, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> where Tia, one of them, Tamara made her sister Tia the maid of honor, but she was pregnant at the time. And so her focus wasn't there. She wasn't showing up for things. And they had a best, a mutual best friend. 
she took back her maid of honor thing from her sister and gave it to her best friend because her best friend was actually like stepping up and doing the work. Being a maid of honor is work. So before you decide that, you know, <clears throat> before you decide, make sure you you are picking the right person because you don't have time to be looking for your maid of honor. So you know that person doesn't have a servant heart. You know that person is not going to be there in that way for you. You know that person got too much going on. Know your friends. Or you know um, that that person just is on that type of time, then don't make them your maid of honor. And at the end of the day, it is your wedding. And say if you have multiple people, you can sit them all down and be like, hey, I really wanted you to be my maid of honor. But because of all the roles and responsibilities that a maid of honor has, I didn't want to put that on you. I didn't want to put that pressure on you. So you're going to be in the wedding part, in the bridal party. I love you. Of course, you, you're my best friend. You're my girl. You're my sister. But I know how much this role requires and what I need in this season because a, planning a wedding is a lot of work. Brittany was stressed out. Like it was that if you, anybody, look at all the shows, they, you, you know what goes on. It's a lot of work. So if that person isn't ready to go to war with you pretty much over that whole process, and some people take, it could take up to three months to a year to do a wedding, depending on how big you want it. Um, so you need to to remember that. And I think I skipped somebody's skip somebody's question from the beginning. Um, I did. Did I answer this? Did I answer? Do I want a big wedding? Um, this, I have a two part answer to this. I do want a big wedding, but I want it with my husband for like our five or 10 year anniversary. And I want to be able to pay it in cash. If I can't have the wedding that I want, I don't, I rather just have a small little ceremony courthouse situation, something small and call it a day. Like if I can't cut a check, for that type of food, that type of decor, that type of venue. Like if I can't do that, then I don't want it. I'm not going into debt for a wedding. So I think I didn't answer that second part. But I would love, I every time, so I've been anti-weddings, like, oh, it's a waste of money. Every time I go to one, I'm like, oh, I want one. Because <laughs> they're so much fun. Oh, they're so much fun. They are so much fun. So much fun, so much fun, so much fun. Okay. Um, if you guys are just joining us, we are recapping my wedding weekend with one of my really good friends and talking about friendships, talking about marriage, talking about your role as a friend while you, to your married friends, regardless of your relationship status, and also just how to be a genuine and good friend all the way around while living in the moment. And I did a little recap of the wedding. Um, let me see. Adonis says, losing friends in the past makes it difficult to let anyone in. Here's the thing. We only hinder ourselves when we do this, right? Trying to guard your heart. Trying to guard your heart from, it only hurts you. And here's the thing. When you first meet somebody, you do not have to tell them everything up front. You don't have to give them all the tea. You don't have to give them all of, this is who I am and tell them all your business. You give people, you you check people out for a while. You watch their character. You see how they treat other people. Do they gossip? Do they, do how how do they act? Do can they act good in public? Do they get too drunk? Do they you just watch people? You know, are they a loyal friend? Do like how do they move and operate? And that's how you decide is this person 
cool to be a friend. And then you just hang out slowly, but surely friendships don't have to happen over. Like you should, there should be a grace period, just like dating where you see who this person is. And if this person isn't genuine, if they're not loyal, if they're not, if they're irresponsible, if they're, if they don't motivate you, you're like, oh, that person on some other type of time, then you just leave them be. I think we overthink it. And I think we try to protect ourselves. Why are you, what are we protecting? protecting ourselves from when we set this, we set the, we're the ones who give them the information. If you don't want anybody to know, don't tell anyone. Does that make sense? Like how do, how do people, it just, it, I, I really get confused with this one. Relationships, that's a whole nother thing, but friendships, <laughs> I just don't. Vester says, I think as you get older, your friend groups get smaller. They change because you're no longer in a, when you're not in college or high school, you're not forced to be together with people every day, but it's not about getting smaller. They just get like, I have one off friend. I don't have a, there's no group. I feel like that's another thing too. I feel like people are too busy trying to make a group of friends. Like we all get together. No, maybe just go over Chanel's house and just kick it. Maybe you just go hang out and be like, Hey girl, what you doing tonight? You want to go da da da? Hey, what you doing on Wednesday? Hey, what are you doing next weekend? Hey, girl, I just called you. How are you? How are the How are you? I always start with my friend because everybody asks about the kids, right? When moms get become moms, nobody cares about them anymore. So I always ask, how are you doing? And then I'll ask about the kids and the husband. Like, how is so-and-so? How Marcus? He doing good? Okay, cool. How y'all doing? Y'all are good. And then you understand what I mean? So I think it's not about there's no group. I don't have groups. I don't know what that is. Now, Brittany has a friend group. So when Brittany does something, my homegirl, Miss Brittany M, her friends come together. People fly, people travel, boom. Like when I hang out with Brittany, I know that there's going to be a few of her friends in that group. I've introduced Brittany to some of my friends that have become a part of Brittany's friend group. Cool, right? But we're all individuals. Me personally, I have individual friends. The only time they come together is like a birthday party that I'm throwing or something for me, but there's no group. We don't go all go out and go to this together. Now I know people that have that, like Brittany and her husband, they have like a friend group that they energy, but I don't have a, there's no group. And I feel like it's the just genuine one off relationships for me that have just worked. You know, like I said, a friend in Florida, friend in New York, friend here, friend there, friend in California, friend, you see what I mean? Friend in, friends in Texas. Like is there, it doesn't, I feel like that's where people get lost is trying to figure out this group situation. I don't, I don't understand that. And nobody has time. Let's just keep it a bug. When you get older, you start having kids and y'all getting married and stuff. Nobody has time. All right, let me hurry up. We got 10 minutes. That's the thing is like, I try to pace myself. And then at the end, y'all be flooding it with, <laughs> with the questions, which is okay. Uh, Authenticating view says environment plays a big role in how, how my relationships have shifted and changed or even become stronger. My college friends are some of the most solid people I've ever met in my life. And that's why I tell people to go to college. People be like, college is a scam and college is this and nah, 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 nah. you don't go to college. You ain't gonna have no friends. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's not true. But <clears throat> some of my most genuine relationships I've met are in college. Cause you go through stuff together and it's a environment. Not all my friends that I met in college, but most of my solid friends College played a role. So I always tell people, stop telling people they don't need to go to college. I get it. It's expensive. I got that part. 
but the relationships that you build are priceless. The memories you have are priceless. But I think you're right, authenticating beauty. Charnisa says, my friends are in other states and I have, I've lived in, but my BFF one passed last year. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. One passed last year and the other had an arranged marriage and I'm not allowed to talk to her anymore or something. I don't know what happened. You just pray for your friend. If you got friends in situations, y'all pray for him. Pray for Sharnisa for her healing, losing her friend. I'm so sorry that happened to you. But it happens. Sometimes people get married and they just different. There's nothing you can do about that. You just, that's why it is not smart, everybody. And I keep telling people this to have one or two friends. Y'all need a plethora because life happens. Things change as you grow and develop, as you, as you join an acting class, you might meet somebody as you evolve and, and develop and be cool and genuine yourself. I went to school, met people. You understand, like we can't have one or two friends because things happen. Life happens. Uh, Authenticating Beauty says upgrades uh, specifically had to prune grad school ones. <laughs> uh, they were the most toxic two years of the most toxic two years of life. Yeah, grad school is a, is interesting. Grad school is very interesting, but I've met through people, dope people in grad school, helped me meet Nadine. And I met my good friend, Steven through somebody in grad school. So, um, yeah, for sure. Oops. Sydney says living in different States and having friends in different States is amazing. Yeah. And then you can go visit. You got like a free place to stay when you go travel. And if your friend don't let you stay with you, stay, then stay with them. I'm just playing. Marjorie says, I have had the same best friend since high school. We live near each other. And I've had a few friends where I live, where I live now. And I've always been easy to make friends. And that's, it, sh it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a whole lot of pressure. It shouldn't be a whole lot of pressure. Elle says, coworkers are not your friends. I learned the hard way. Yeah. I can say I've made one um, genuine friend through a coworker, but it took me a year of watching her of like not watching her. Like when I say that, y'all, I'm not like sitting there stalking and making sure I've just like you cool and all, but we, I don't know you like that. That's how I am with people. Like you cool, but I don't know you like that until I know them and I've watched like their character. But yeah, your coworkers, child, they cool. We cool. I always remember that when it comes to certain people. Oh yeah, we cool. We ain't got no beef. Cool. <laughs> that's the, and that's as far as it goes. Elle says, I've made two genuine friends from work and it took time to solidify those friendships. Yes, it takes time. Um, would you live with your significant other before you were married to them? Vesser, where you been? You must be new. <laughs> I have. I would not do it again. Um, I feel like praying for discernment will help me decide new friendships. Yeah, or just take your time. Just meet them genuinely. Take your time. I don't do a whole lot of that. I just watch people's character. Do birds of a feather flock together. I don't care. You attract who you are or you accept what you allow. If they don't have, if they don't have your morals, your standards, you, you don't, then they just not for you. And that's okay. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess pray. I don't know. Authenticated B said, just make sure that bridal party is truly down and have, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, authenticating video says I picked who was the most organized friend as, <laughs> as the maid of honor. That was smart. The most organized friend. That's a, that was a smart move. Ross says, I believe a maid of a maid of honor and the matron of honor has to be married. So who says who? They, they say that. They say that the matron of honor is the married one, but it's your wedding. You can do whatever you want. 10 flower girls and one gr it, It's your wedding. You can do whatever you want. That's standard, but who cares? If you want to have five maid of honors, maids of honor, it, you don't have to follow certain rules. It's your wedding. You do whatever you want to do. Um, <clears throat> like I say, it's your wedding. You paying for it. You should get whatever you want. Ross says, uh, they're the ones that's going to give you the bridal shower. Exactly. So if you know your friend is not, does not have the type of time, money, energy, effort to do those things, then don't even make that person your, your maid of honor. I don't care how cool, how long they've been your friend, what they think it's your wedding. And it's the thing too, <clears throat> it's nobody else's decision of what happens to your wedding. I don't care if I didn't like the flowers. I don't care if I didn't like the, none, it's not my wedding. It's all about the bride and the groom. So if they're happy, shut up and just be a friend. That's how I feel like people be trying to put, they insert themselves a little too much in people. Um, Alexandria says, I went back to school to finish my BA and I'm graduating on the 17th. I met some really great women at my, at my big age of 26. And I'm so grateful for them. I was 26 in grad school. Yes. And you're, yes, you can still make friends, everyone for until you die. <laughs> you can make friends any age, y'all, any age you can make friends. It is up to you whether you're going to open up yourself to make friends or not. Um, we got a couple of minutes. Charnisa says, yes, I'm going to have to get out more and meet new people. Yeah. And then meet friends of friends. Like that's a great way to meet people or an activity that you enjoy. Um, and you can exchange numbers. Church is a great place to meet friends, but even so, even so I do not just like, uh, it takes me a minute. I can't just click up and be like, Oh, even if we have an amazing, it's been people where I've had like amazing times with them. Amazing. Where you would think that we were best friends forever. Even if we had a, a moment like that, I can't go from zero to a hundred. I don't know why I can't in relationships and I cannot in friendships. It's just, I wish I had, I wish I had these skills in relationships to be honest with y'all. But um, no, I, I just can't. I take my time. I get to know them. I just want to make, make sure you are who you are. Chef says, uh, do you have any tips on how and where to meet new, make new friends? I think I gave them. But school is a great place. Um, friends of friends. And make sure you're a good friend too. Like in order to get good friends, you have to be a good friend. Just you have to be. Ashley says the observation period of friendship. Absolutely. Just like you should be observing people before you date them or dating is the observation period, I guess. I don't even like dating unless I know you. I don't even like dating unless I know your intentions or whatever the case may be. Like I, I think observation period. Bessa says, just get married at the courthouse so then you don't have to stress about maid of honor. That's true. But it shouldn't be stress. It's your decision. It's your wedding. And if anybody's upset, if if their feelings overpower you, they don't care about you more. They care about themselves. You should come first in that scenario. 
not not their feelings. If somebody makes a situation of their of your wedding about them, they care about themselves more than weddings will bring out a lot. Weddings in friendships, jealousy starts rearing its ugly head like Don't think that people, you know, you'll you'll find out. Just get married in Vegas, no maid of honor, and you just need Elvis. I'm I'm good. <laughs> but I hope you guys had a beautiful, blessed day. I hope that you guys continue to live in the moment. Enjoy. I know we had a conversation about weddings and stuff like that because I had to recap. Y'all tired. It ended last night, late night. But I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. And I will catch you guys tomorrow. Oh, Wednesday, pre-recording because I have to get up early. Thursday, we go live. Friday, we will. Will I go live in Houston? I don't think so. Um, I'll let you guys know. I don't think I'm going to go live on Friday because I'll be traveling. And then I start my trip. You thought I was feeling you? Hey, no, I'm just playing. But I'm super excited. That's the thing. It's like I got a good weekend. I'm going to have another week. I'm excited. But I'll give you guys a schedule. You guys will give vlogs while I'm gone. Don't worry about that. Got y'all. Uh, I have to edit them though, child. If if y'all get two, just rock with the two because my schedule has been crazy, but I'm going to really try to get them out there for y'all. But I'm so excited for things coming up. Y'all holding it down, but I love y'all. See you guys tomorrow. Have a beautiful and blessed day. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Bye, y'all. <music>